Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Whether you're a duck or whether you're a beaver, your fantasy team needs a new receiver. It's Danny and Dusty at lunchtime every day. Maybe you're a tortured fan of Rip City. Danny and Dusty are here to take pity, hoping there's not a center with bad knees on the way. Talking noon till three, Danny and Dusty on the fan. Yep, I'm singing again, cause they haven't said I can't. Danny and Dusty love the teams the rest of us revile. Raising a Blazers banner would make it all worthwhile. Noon till three. An Odyssey station. All right, hour number two. Thank you to everybody listening to us right here on 1080 The Fan 99.5 HD2 on the Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com or YouTube. YouTube.com slash 1080 AM The, the Fan. Tubes of the U's. What's up, everybody's? Mm. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Why do you have to keep rubbing in my face that it's Thursday, not Friday? I, I don't know how that's rubbing it in your face. It's rubbing it in my face. I'm sorry, bro. Mm. I'm sorry. Classic mm. Dusty just going out and attacking everybody. Right? Just a big bully. That's what Dusty is. Out here calling everybody a jackass. Uh, wait a minute. Creating now. blasphemous graphics. I did not. I can't create that graphic. All I know is it came from an account with your name on it. <laughs> it's unfound, and I will be contacting lawyers. Well, hey, I I agree. Though you are uh, easy there, Jimmy Kimmel, a very lovable jackass, and I appreciate you for that. Never change, Will. I don't know how to, if I even if I could. Good. Good. You're my boy, Blue. All right. Um, hour number two, we, we start this very great radio program talking some NFL. Mm. Week 18 in the NFL, I have a question I want to post to you guys. We can answer this one later. Of which team in the NFL do you trust the least in a must-win situation? <sighs> yeah. How about that? But the NFLPA re- released the results of a... Uh, a survey that they gave out to all their players. Mm. And I found this fascinating because one thing that I I actually like that they didn't do was they didn't release who's at the bottom. Uh, although I want to know these answers. Boo! I want to know who the, the answers are. But they said that in the release of this, they said, well, because, you know, we don't want to create a division as some teams are entering the playoffs, which means there are players who were given this survey in the, the... They are on playoff teams who do not like their coordinators. Your job was to rate your coordinators, your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator, and your special teams coordinator. And you were supposed to uh, list them from 1 to 10. You know what? Relevant material yeah. here. I sent you a clip of uh, Dolphins coach, Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Uh, taking the blame in a way that I don't think most people are aware that coaches can take blame for. In the, in the film session with the Dolphins, he flat out says, I bleeped up. Yep. Like, I did not put you in the right position. I called dog-ass plays, and he gives an example. He's like, here they are, cover zero. I didn't put you in the right spot. I gave you a play. It was a fadeaway against cover zero. I shouldn't have done that. And it was like, and you could see the kind of the reaction in the room was like, 
All right. Okay. The, the rallying behind yeah. that, so to speak, even if you did get the crap. There's together. a lot of awareness. I know, Will, you can speak to this too, but I, there's an element of every film session where a coach will go through and he'll be like, yeah, you know, we screwed you on this. Yeah. And that is like a little olive branch to when I rip you, mm-hmm. just know that I'll take some of this blame myself yeah. when, when I need to, not putting you in a position to succeed. And that does go a long way with your locker room and mm-hmm. goes a long way with your guys in your in, in the film room too. A hundred percent. But there's also a lot of I put you in the wrong call, but you still bleeped up. Yeah, too. make make a play. Like you go and make me right. You made right. I was wrong, but you didn't make and me right. That's the biggest difference in that clip about McDaniel's that he never does that. He sent that. is well, he does that. <laughs> He'll do that. Well, no, but but no in that clip. What he, he did he was, was he took he put together a reel in a package and it was mm-hmm. like, here's how I screwed up. Yep. Look at this. Look at where I I was wrong. That what that does that opens you up to the alleyways. Where if I'm going to rip myself, I'm going to hold you just as accountable yes. as I'm holding myself. Because I think let, that, let me go and show you fair. all the ways I did you wrong, yep. so that I can tell you all the ways you did me wrong. Yeah, and I think like you hear guys that have played for the Patriots, and like that's one thing Belichick he holds everybody to the same standard. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady or the backup punter, mm-hmm. right? Holds everybody. And it's the same in coaches too. Like he'll be like, "That was a that was a BS call by us." Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I your think that goes to good. your coaching and your players. It kind of that's how you succeed. Is that look if they're not going to make the right call and they're going to own it, man, that makes you a heck of a lot better uh, as a player to to reception of hard coaching. But the results of this survey, and they got uh, they said over seventeen hundred players. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, responded to this this survey. Eight hundred and sixty four offensive players, seven hundred and seventy four defensive players, and um, one thousand and twenty five players who participate. On I mean, that's special teams as well. That's almost everyone. Well, I mean, I mean, on, on some of the offensive office. and defensive guys can also participate in the special teams one. That's why they had the, that number sure. inflated. A but little I mean, bit. just in general, like if you look at about seventeen hundred players, that's. That's a big that, number. If you divide it by 53, yeah. that's 32 point, which means it's representative the whole, of the whole league. The whole league was was here. And so when you get a turnout like that, um, you get some honesty here. And it's all anonymous. So it's done through the NFLPA and through their website. So nobody at the team even got their hands on this. And they re- they released the top five offensive, defensive, and special teams coordinators in the league. Um some of it is the the fascinating part is some of the guys who are highly regarded are on some pretty bad teams. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to see who the bottom five are. That's what I want to know so I'm, badly because, like, you see guys like Frank Smith, Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator. He is the number one offensive coordinator. Oh no way! Voted on by the his fun fence. And the the way their team operates, yeah. like who cares if Mike McDaniel calls the plays? Yeah. Frank Smith, he's all vibes then. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody loves Frank Smith. I want to know where where the Bears coordinators ranks on this. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Not in the top five, I can tell you that. Because <laughs> here's the surprising one: is number two is Thomas Brown, the mm. Panthers' offensive coordinator. Weird, like the Carolina Panthers' the worst offensive offense in the league. Who I mean, they are very difficult to watch. I think that tells you just how much they didn't like Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. I think that is a and how much they're vibing with Thomas Brown, and that Thomas Brown is number two is pretty interesting. You want to see some results, Mm. but I thought that's in uh, because number if you don't like him and your offense is as bad as they are, that is some awareness of the players. Like we're not very good. Number five is the one that and it's there. Number three was Brian Schottenheimer, who's Cowboys coordinator. And one thing that I, I I find very interesting is that one through three are all offensive coordinators on teams where the head coach was calling plays at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Number four, Brian Callahan, Bengals offense, yeah. uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Makes sense. He's mm-hmm. been really good. Number five was Kellen Moore, Chargers. That's the one that makes my eyebrows go up. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, number five on the list. And I wonder if that is just because he's a first-year OC. Mm. And, look, how many of these guys are first-year offensive coordinators, too, is something to, to keep in the back of your mind because somebody new, a new voice, it plays a little bit more friendly sure. in year one, right? But also, I, I think that that's probably a uh, the team looking at that in the sense of the offense put that team in position more nights than they didn't. Now, they choked down the stretch. My God. 
Herbert's fingers, notwithstanding. But they choked down the stretch in every way imaginable. But it wasn't really offense. It was like, it's, again, their defense Fell screwing apart. them over. So it makes you wonder. In injuries with that yeah. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, all those all guys. All the wide receivers going down. Sure. Everybody. Austin Eckler, yeah. Uh, the right tackle. Um, did, I miss, did I miss anybody? Oh, Gerald Everett. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I got pretty banged up there. At the Damn, end. it's been a year. Uh huh. It's been a year. But again, to my point, you know, there was a lot of like, well, Kellen Moore isn't doing this, and Kellen Moore was an issue in Dallas, and I'm just like, I don't know if Kellen Moore is the problem. And, Kel- and I don't, but the players did like Kellen Moore in mm-hmm. Dallas because he's he's been through it and he yeah. he knows, and I think there's a lot of that awareness that you're talking about with Mike McDaniel of. Kellen Moore kind of reciprocates that, yeah. like, I'm going to be hard on you, but I'm going to be hard on me. And, of course, guys are going to be like, yeah, he's a good dude. He's, he calls good plays, too, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's interesting that some of the guys that we consider to be some of the best offensive coordinators in all of football are not on this list of the top five. Mm-hmm. Like Brian Johnson, right? Brian Johnson, mm-hmm. the, the offensive coordinator at Detroit, where everybody's like, hey, this is the next head coach. Look at what they do offensively. Not in the top five. Mm. I like that's a head scratcher because Lions players they participate in the survey because mm. their defensive coordinator Aaron number Glenn one. is number one. You know what's interesting is also I didn't see a Patriots offensive coordinator in the top five. No, and it shouldn't be Bill <laughs> O'Brien. Like my gosh, he's a one. He's a a jerk. He might have been right about Milrow. Two. Uh, they're not good, mm. and he probably tells them every day how bad the offensive line and receivers are. It's probably a very sad. You probably asked them if they considered changing positions. Yeah. <laughs> you want to play receiver, Mac? Mac, um, you look like a tight end. But Steve Wilkes, 49ers DC, comes in at number two. Remember, he got the raw end of the deal with the yeah. Arizona Cardinals head coaching job. Mm-hmm. He replaces a beloved defensive and coordinator, D'Amico. D'Amico Ryan's, who's now the head so, coach of the and, Texans. So being and number, he's number two, and yeah, being number two there is kind of a big deal because D'Amico was beloved. And then Dan Quinn at number three. That one makes sense. Look what he's done with Dallas. He's also, a great defense. He's, defensive al- he's also always been liked. Brian Flores, uh, to mm. the chagrin of Miami Dolphins, Brass is number four, Vikings, D.C. You know what this is uh, surprising here is um, uh, the Browns defensive coordinator. Uh, and then Raheem Morris is at uh, number five. Which, of the again, Rams. not surprising. God, what is his name? Kevin. Uh, God, what is the Browns defensive coordinator? I was Jim Schwartz. Kevin, that's the fancy. Yes, Jim Schwartz. I'm surprised Schwartz isn't here. As good as that defense has been, as as aggressive as as they've been, he's a guy uh, that people are talking about becoming a head coach again. Like it's, but like he you can said, be a red ass. That is it right and, there. And that's exactly what I was going to get to. He's just Schwartz is a jerk, and I and I wonder how much of that is with the the Ben Johnsons and the B enemies and you know guys that are brilliant, but a bit of a pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> you know, I agree. I agree. I'm looking at this list from Pro Football Focus here. Here is the Pro Football Focus entering 2023 top five coordinators in the NFL. How many of them do you think are on this list from the NFL PA where, again, players on their own team rated your coordinator? So of the 15? Uh, uh, well, of the top five offensive. Of top, uh... And again, uh, Eric Bieniemy not on this list. Two. Surprising to me. Two. One. Yeah. Which one do you think it was? Smith. Nope. The only guy on. Callahan? <laughs> no. It's uh, Kellen Moore. Really? The, yeah. Yeah. The top five offensive coordinators head entering 2023, according to Pro Football Focus, were uh, Ben Johnson, Kellen Moore, Bill O'Brien, Shane Waldron of the Seahawks, yeah. Ken Dorsey of the Buffalo Bills. Ken Dorsey uh, fired. <laughs> Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. And then Schottenheimer was at 10. So Shotty was at 10. There's always this disconnect between... God, this is going to sound so arrogant. There's always been this disconnect, whether it's NFL, NBA, MLB, where I, I get a lot of times of, um, you know, you get former players say something when, when an analyst says something. Like, perfect example, Rashard Mendenhall. Mm. His dumbass. Um, talking about the all white versus all black, yeah, teams the other day because some white dude. With him, I mean, yeah, he's not wrong in that, but like <laughs> because because you didn't play in the league, you're not. Yeah, 
So Bill Belichick, speak. Bill Belichick cannot speak on to the league. NFL. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and there's like, there's what players think because there's things that they like because they're good to them that they take care of them. Like those biases exist. Yeah, and, and you hear about like uh, in the NBA, you hear young players right now talk about how cold Cam Reddish was growing up, and it's like, cool, he could cook your ass in the AAU. He's not been good in the NBA. Like, there's an interview with Anthony Edwards circulating from the last week where he's like, when they asked him who was the toughest player you played, you know, he's like, oh, Cam Reddish was cold. He gave me 40. It's like, cool. He cooked you in AAU. That doesn't mean that it's relevant here in the NBA. And yeah. so you get those, like, the, the way players view things, which I'm not discounting it entirely, but I've always taken it with a grain of salt. I did an impromptu um, survey of players last year, both home and away, on various things, uh, inspired by the the athletic questionnaire mm-hmm. uh, on uh, players that they would want to play with as a teammate or players they thought were all-stars that weren't all-stars. And, man, that gamut that it ran was a mile wide. Really? Of just, like, what people thought about guys and you know, personal vendettas. about Like, you'd hear one player be like, oh, yeah, I love player X, but da 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 I'd go to somebody on the same team, ask about that player, I hate that mother, blah, 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 and you're like, oh. And it's just those biases are going to be the same thing that you see uh, sure. with, with coaches and coordinators, even on the same team. You may you may have a – if you oh, talk, talk about the Lions on, on defense, Aiden Hutchinson may love his coordinator, but maybe C.J. Gardner-Johnson doesn't. Like, you, you like, there's just – there's always these things depending on who you are, what role you play, what, where you think you should be that impacts all this. But it, this list is incredibly interesting. So on the defensive side, we read you the, the top five uh, defensive coordinators, Aaron Glenn of Detroit, Steve Wilkes of San Francisco, Dan Quinn, Dallas, Brian Flores, Minnesota, Raheem Morris of the Rams, the pro football focus top defensive coordinators, Steve Belichick, New England, Lou Anarumo, Cincinnati, Vic Fangio, Miami, uh, Dan Quinn, Dallas, mm. at number four, and then Steve Spagnolo of Kansas City, number five. Um, I'm pushing back. Only on, Dan almost, Quinn is num- is on that list. I don't. I three. don't think any of those are ones that I would put in the top five. I find it interesting. Spagnolo is not on on this list. Their Kansas City's defense is he's he's not the one the issue. Yeah, it's really good. Steve Belichick is a really good. Their their defense is not the problem. In I just New wouldn't England. say I wouldn't say top five. Anarumo in Cincinnati. That's coming off of last year where their defense was really stinking good. Mm-hmm. From like the measurables in like the analytics and the standard stats yeah. like Cincinnati's defense was really good and they're just taking a step backwards and Fangio's regarded as one of the best defense minds in football just not a good head coach yeah okay it's going to be clouding me yeah. on that yeah yeah but um it, it's fascinating because look I, the Thomas Brown the Carolina Panthers OC being number two as graded by his own players mm-hmm. and then to look at just how all of these guys, with the exception of Aaron Glenn, are are relatively new on the defensive side, and Dan Quinn, who's been there. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. For a couple of years now. On the defense side, it's a lot of first-year guys just making their impact. and That honeymoon players period. love it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Period, man. All right, 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. Um, <clears throat> not the find we were expecting next on The Fan. Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper has been punished by the National Football League for his... Uh, Being a douche canoe? Sure. For throwing a drink on a Jags fan at the nearing the end of last weekend's game uh, between the Jags and Panthers. I cannot believe that. What a petulant child. You've seen the video, right? Uh, yeah, where uh, like they did throw a pick and fan says something, he throws a drink on him, and then just kind of tosses the cup and walks away. <laughs> it was like, oh. Brother. Okay. The NFL has decided the fine that uh, David Tepper will receive is 1% of 1% of his net wealth. It's point zero 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 one. Yeah. Uh, $300,000 mm-hmm. is the equivalent uh, for David Tepper of the average American getting fined $1.75. These were $20.6 billion. Yeah. And the $300,000 fine sounds like a very big number is nothing to that man. I bet you if he asked him, he'd be like, it's worth it. And his statement was bogus anyways. He didn't feel bad for it. No. and look, That man has never felt bad in his life. What we are learning about David Tepper is, is he's terrible. He's one of the worst owners in yeah. sports. There's, like he's, he's, he's up there. Yeah. In the NFL, he's like vaulting up there. He's on the team since 2019. He's going to be hiring get, his third head coach. And they got a bad owner out. Yeah, what and, Jerry Richardson? Yeah, Jeans Friday. Oops. Uh oh. Yeah, the stuff he said, not great. Yeah, turns out being super racist, not helpful. No, nope. uh, but Tepper gets in there, and one of the reasons they wanted him is because he is very rich. Yeah, he was a he's a guy who could come in singularly, not a group, and buy a team because mm-hmm. all these all these leagues they don't want groups because there's infighting and there's like. The unwinding of the assets with the Trailblazers is like it, it's a very mild thing. The Broncos, the Lakers, remember that when the Bus family, that whole mm-hmm. thing, like you start adding in more and more, like the Fenway yep. group, like all of a sudden, now you got a, well, maybe, uh, and you have infighting, and then there's lawyers, and then it becomes problematic. And then overseas money starts coming in, which is yep. starting to happen in a lot of sports. It's, uh, Washington Commanders is still not clear whether or not that money came from uh, Josh Harris entirely in his group, or if there was perhaps some funding from overseas. No, they cleared that up. The NFL said no. Oh, did they say no? Oh, yeah, they they the, shot that down because uh, re- the very check quickly. came through the Federal Reserve, and that comes they, through on international money. They didn't. Uh, the, I thought the NFL said that no, we don't. Mm. Well, sovereign. They said they the they sovereign wealth fund money. Yeah. No, no sovereign money. So no, <laughs> no money from a country came through. No money from a country, perhaps done differently. But I love your tinfoil hat. I, you just strap that thing on. Look, and go. look, man, it, it's happening, and that's the problem. It's it's it, it's becoming so fluid that it's you don't know where it goes anymore. <laughs> but Tepper is like number one. The fine should go to the fan. Fine. Yes. Why don't you go to the fan? Get, pay the fan the money. Yeah. Pay the fan the money. Honestly. Well, we don't know what the fan said, though. I don't care. You, you can't You can't send the money to the fan because then every fan is going to do this to yeah, every owner and it. to every player. Yeah. Because we don't know what was said. Unless it was, unless it doesn't have an ist or an ism at the end of it. What if he called him Chrome Dome? Good. I don't know. As a bald Stupid dumb, dumb head. Feelings. I don't think it does. It does. You're bald and beautiful. They, uh, yeah, maybe you just said you look like a wiener. You know, like I don't know, like you look like a thumb. He does kind of look like a thumb. That's a good one. He kind of looks like mm-hmm. Clippy, but a thumb version of it. Just he looks a little googly eyes. He on looks him. like the Spy Kids, where they have the thumb people. I uh, that oh, is wow. a re- see that's a deep cut. That's a reference I don't get. Mm. See, this Who's is stupid now. Uh, me, mm. <laughs> me. I'm surprised you didn't get Spy Kids. Nope. Whizzed right past Spy kids, kids. My kids, kids watch age. Spy Kids, though. Yeah. I still don't understand it. I mm. checked right out. But 
he is a he's a meddling owner. He is vindictive. He's mean mm-hmm. to his employees. He's also and the just people around bad and just bad overall bad. Yeah, what he does just wants like he's not good. At, like it's one thing to be a to be an a hole. <laughs> like you can you can justify being an a hole when you're good at it. See yeah. Belichick, Bill. Yeah, I think if the t- tapes come out and we find out what was said, if it wasn't, if it was just your run of the mill stuff. Oh, there's a reason. I why think it's Tepper has to buy that guy. Season tickets. Yeah. I think he should. I think that should be the penalty. Mm. You know, if, if it's just... if it was So what, nothing, he's going to get him $6 worth of tickets? Yeah. It's like, dude, if you're a billionaire, like... Wh- did you see Did you see you t- could get in that building for 43 cents the other day? Yeah, but that was in... This was in Jacksonville. So that's a Jacksonville fan. Yeah, I know. Okay. I think he should buy them. I think he should buy them. Jack's no, season Danny's tickets. talking about I, Carolina. I thought it was in Carolina. That's my bad. No, it's oh, in no, Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that you're talking about the money. week prior. Yeah, it was yeah. 43 cents to get in the building. Yeah, that's Did you see good. the video camera when they went wide? No. It looked like the building was closed. I mean, I was at the Fiesta Bowl, though. So. It was, dude, it was insane. A lot of people disguised as seats. Yeah. yeah Dressed it, as empty seats, costume day. I mean, it was like 200 people in the whole building, in a building that holds like, what, 65,000? Big day for the A's. Right? It was, but it was, it was, it's weird. I thought we were getting rid of the, I mean, we're never going to get rid of the really bad owners because particularly when you get that much money, you're typically going to end up being a terrible human being. Oh, shall. There's, there's not a ton of great billionaires. Like we're great people? Yeah. Oh yeah. You got skeletons. Oh, the, if like you have, skeletons. if you have earned a billion dollars. I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably on the Epstein list. Wow. <laughs> we played the game the other day. Like, Will's, Will's hands are <laughs> off the board. <laughs> We, he is stepping away. We he does played not want to be uh, feel the wrath of Jimmy Kimmel. Look, I'm telling you right now, we played the game the other day, me and a couple other media folks, of who's on that list from mm. from the sports world. When it comes out, oh boy. By you playing a game? No, no, no. I'm just, oh. you start, no, you start drawing <laughs> the lines. Gonna, well, I think we're going to go down that line a lot. You just have your hand on the dump button right now, don't you? Not so much of a jackass now, am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I, I know what to, what, uh, what to avoid. You just don't. Get your finger off that bad boy. I'm just saying, there are very, very solid lines that you can draw without being a tinfoil hat person to know what names are going to be on that list. <laughs> yeah. And it's in the sports world, it's going to be problematic. Can, can I say it with, on the Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers mm. thing? I saw what Aaron Rodgers said. Mm-hmm. Live, it mm-hmm. was it was on, and when he said it, I didn't take it the way that Jimmy Kimmel took it. It was a shot. No, I took it as Jimmy Kimmel gave Aaron Rodgers a ton of flack for wanting to see the list mm-hmm. and insinuated in his monologue that, like, the list isn't going to be what Aaron Rodgers thinks it's going to mm-hmm. be. And Rodgers, I took the shot, like, when Rodgers said... You know, Jimmy Kimmel doesn't want that list to come out. Not that Kimmel would be on the list, mm-hmm. but that he would Aaron be, be right. dead wrong and Aaron yeah. would be right. That's how I took it because I think Aaron Rodgers, more than anything, wants to be correct. That's very <laughs> that's very fair, but I took it as, as the way Jimmy Kimmel took it. I took it very oh, squarely. I as could a shot. totally see how Jimmy Kimmel took it, but when I heard it live because I knew what Kimmel had said, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I get it. And then Kimmel getting all uptight about it, it's like, brother, you invited this on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Then going, there will be lawyers because you didn't like the fact that yeah. he, you made a joke that Which you thought was funny. Yeah. Aaron came back and look, you 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 went jab, he went uppercut. <laughs> Deal right. with it. That's right. It's yeah, it's so dangerous. McAfee had to put a shirt on. He had, yeah, he had to put sleeves on. He was tap dancing around that whole opening segment. I was like, "Oh, yeah, he, buddy!" He didn't want that. He didn't want that one going to court with wearing a tank top. No, <laughs> I got to go to court. You're gonna make this make me wear long sleeves. Yeah, when they play that in the courtroom, he, he wants it. He wants the sleeves all the way down. The he long sleeve hanging on <laughs> because move. it's on right now. In the bed, the rerun is on ESPN right now. He's back to sleeveless. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. There you go. A sleeveless hockey jersey. He knew. He cut the sleeves off. I love that. That's so cool. All right, coming up next, we have Bet MGM Tonight Insider, Ryan Horvat. We will uh, take a look at our final week of regular season NFL and uh, look ahead to maybe some uh, some playoff odds. But first, here's Big Will Bets with the Sports Center Update. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. On the line is the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvath. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of our latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan Horvath's analysis. Just search BetMGM where you find your podcast. Horvath, how you feeling, buddy? Feeling a little bit better, guys. I got uh, traveling. I feel like everybody gets sick uh, or is sick. Like here in D.C., I was just talking about this. My wife went to Starbucks today, and they actually had to shut down the entire Starbucks. Uh, because everybody, somehow all their employees were sick. So I guess it's just that time of year. Yesterday, uh, couldn't even get out of bed today. Uh, able to do some stuff, so that's good. I said, as long as I'm okay by the weekend and definitely Monday for the national championship game, mm. then I'm fine with that. You know. Look, I, I'm right there with you. I got all through all football season, no sickness, and then I get back from the Fiesta Bowl and all of a sudden – I feel like I'm getting sick. It just sucks. It sucks all the way around. Yeah. But we're glad to have you back. Uh, glad you're powering through. Um, all right, let's get to it. Week 18. This is awful. Like, this is, in my mind, it's the best worst sports sports betting weekend that we have because it's our last week of regular season action. But how do you assess who's in, who's out? Because there's quarterbacks that dictate the outcomes of these games in week 18. But we want to get in on the action. It's It's a fleeting time. Of sports betting. Yeah, so I actually, I actually really like Week 18. I know that's kind of like disgusting, but I just, I think there's some, <laughs> I think there's some ways that you could take advantage, right? So, you're going to hear a lot of people that are going to say, okay, uh, you got these teams that are playing bad teams, and all they have to do is win and get in. But I like to fade those teams. So we get a couple examples. We got the Panthers as five and a half point dogs against the Bucks. I like them. We got the Titans five and a half point dogs against the Jags. I like them. We got the Cardinals plus three against the Seahawks. I do not like them. Mm. And then we got the Bears plus three against the Packers, and I love them, and that's because there's a trend, and I'm not the biggest trend guy, but since 1990, eliminated teams that are, um, you know, they they just need to win over the final two weeks of the regular season, uh, 164 and four. So pretty much these spoiler teams are covering at a 61% clip. For a lot of these teams, like take the Bears, for example, sure, their season's over, but they're a much different team second half of the season. They have a top-10 defense. They have a head coach who's coaching for his life. They have Justin Fields who's playing for his yep. spot in Chicago next year. And so I think they might pull off the upset against Green Bay. So it always seems so easy just to take a team like the Bucks, the Jags, because if they win, they're in. But I like taking those teams that are playing spoiler uh, because for them, for most of these teams, it's their Super Bowl, it's their last week, and then they head to vacation. And then you mentioned the backup quarterbacks. So 
I love the Ravens. I can't believe the Ravens are four-point dogs <laughs> against the Steelers, you guys. Now, Snoop Huntley is clearly not Lamar Jackson. Mm. Uh, there's a drop-off there, but Snoop Huntley, Tyler Huntley could play. Like, he should have won a playoff game last year if he doesn't fumble on the end zone. In Baltimore, um, as underdogs, 20-4 and four against the spread in their last 24 games as a dog. That includes 20-5 and five against the spread since 2018. And when Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh meet, the underdog in this game, 23-5-3 and three against the spread, covering as an 82% clip. So, again, not the biggest trends guy, and I don't like blindly betting stuff, but Ravens-Steelers, I just always take the underdog. And I still think some guys are going to go for the Ravens. Like, Huntley is going to play for Lamar. We get that. You want to keep him healthy. But I think we'll see Odell Beckham Jr. at least for a little bit and some of the other guys. Like, he needs five catches for $250,000. He needs 185 yards. Yeah, that's 750,000. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking at this weekend is like trying to take advantage of a market that might not be paying attention to a whole lot. All right. We had, uh, I would say, a uh, less than stellar bowl season until we got to the, uh, the college football playoff. Semis, yeah. baby. Yeah. Those two games ended up being spectacular. What, what are the, the, the news notes trends that are going to be impacting the national championship game coming out of the uh, college football playoff? Yeah, so I think Washington's going to be a public dog, and I understand why. It's really tough to bet against them right now, especially if you're catching anything over a field goal. I just think that this is going to be a bad matchup. And I know we've like said, we said that about Oregon, but I just think Michigan's a different team. And I'm not a Michigan guy. I'm a Notre Dame guy, but I've watched every game this season. And they're boring, but they kind of bore you to death, and that defense is really good. Hate betting against Michael Penix, but if Michigan's able to get some pressure, I think the key trend is, Washington has one of the best offensive lines in the country, if not the best offensive line. He's kept clean, you know, on 80% of his dropbacks. But when you do get pressure, if you force him out of the pocket, he's only completing like 48% of his passes. So I think if Michigan could get home, if they blitz a little bit, if they get natural pressure, maybe they could limit him. I still think Washington's going to put some points up. But the reason I like Michigan here is Washington, you know, outside the top 75 in most categories against the run. And that's what Michigan wants to do in this game. I think it's going to be a huge Blake Corum game. We bet his rushing yards at 75 and a half. I looked this morning, it's already up to 100. I still like that. Blake Corum to score a touchdown in this game is minus 300. To score two touchdowns, it's even money. So I took a little bit of that. But I think that's the trend. And that's the way that Michigan wins this game. You get pressure on Penix and then you run the ball right down their throats. That said, I bet Michigan, but I wouldn't hate to see Washington win this game. I love Kalen DeBoer. I love Penix. I like all three of those wide receivers, especially Roma Dunzier. Um, Scary team to bet against. I don't think it's going to be as bad as, like, Georgia TCU, but I do think Michigan wins, and then Harbaugh's off to the NFL. What do we think of in a prop in that game? I saw the Michael Penix Jr. over-under is at uh, 297.5. Dude averages... 332 a game, but this is the top pass defense in the country. But then I also look at it and I go, well, nobody passes effectively in the Big Ten outside of Ohio State, and they were a shell of themselves when they played Michigan. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I wouldn't bet the under on Michael Penix. Like some people are talking about taking Michael Penix unders. I think that's crazy. I mean, again, if he's kept clean, I think he's going to have a monster night. Even if you force him, you know, outside the pocket, you pressure him a little bit. That could be like six, seven throws for Michael Penix, and he's going over this total. I don't think Michigan, even with that pass defense, is going to be able to completely shut down Washington just because they haven't seen a passing attack like this. Okay, they saw Ohio State, Mm -hmm. but that was with Kyle McCord as their starting quarterback, and he's already out of Ohio State. You know, they're two toughest matchups, Ohio State and then Penn State, who's outside the top 100 in like every passing explosive category. That's why they fired their OC. So I just think, man, I – I don't think Michigan's seen a team like Washington yet, so I definitely wouldn't go under on Penix. I would take his overs. Um, so that, that'd be the only way that I would look with him. And then the other thing I was looking at would be maybe rushing yards for J.J. McCarthy as well as Blake Corum. J.J. McCarthy could use his legs. You saw that a little bit against Alabama. I think we might see some more RPO, quarterback design run stuff. So I would still take overs on Penix. I would still take his touchdown passes, even though I like Michigan in the game which I guess tells you maybe you like the over in the game as far as the total. Like, I don't see, I don't see this being like a 17-13 type game. I think that this game probably gets into the 50s. You know, probably, you know, maybe even like 28-23, something like that, 
I want to pivot to the NBA and kind of an underlying story that's that's kind of circulating through a lot of media members, and that is what the Oklahoma City Thunder are doing right now. If you look across the board, OKC is, is for a conference winner, they're anywhere between plus 800 and plus 1,000. And I find that to be strange, and I know what you need to do and how you need to be tested and everything like that. What this Thunder team is doing in beating the Nuggets and beating the Celtics and showing that they can beat literally anyone and everyone and run away with those games makes me kind of adjust to this could be a team that kind of does what the Phoenix Suns did and makes a run to the finals without really being tested. Are you are you buying the value of, of, of the Thunder right now in that plus 100 or plus 800 to 1,000 right now for being a conference winner? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Twenty-two to one to win the finals, which I know is a huge ask. Yeah. Eight to one, you know, to win the West. And I don't even hate that bet because mm-hmm. of what you just said. We've seen teams do this before, like the Thunder uh, with Russ, KD, yep. you know, Serge, James Harden, all those guys. They did it, and they took Game One, and then obviously got gentlemen swept by the Heat. But like nobody, I don't think a lot of people saw that young team making mm-hmm. that run. And I know in the NBA, it's like usually you have to take your bumps and bruises. Have a couple years where you fall short. You could go back to like the Bulls with Jordan, even and LeBron, his first couple years having to leave Cleveland. But in the West, I really like the Nuggets still. But do we fully trust them after just one year? I don't know about all that. And then you look at the top, and it's Minnesota, um, the Clippers, obviously eight and two in their last ten, playing good basketball. But do we trust Kawhi and Paul George to be healthy for a playoff run? I don't. Even though I do have some title futures, so I took a shot with OKC um, just because. I mean. They have Shea, who's now a vet. So they're a young team, but they got Shea, who's been in the league for a while and could give you 30-plus any single night, and he could close out games. And then Chet. Man, I don't think a lot of – none of us expected this year one from Chet. I mean, KP last night, and that game against Boston was electric, especially if he had the over. But Porzingis after the game was like, yeah, that guy's the real deal. He's better (laughs) than I thought. And he should probably be rookie of the year. It's unfortunate like the Josh Giddy off the court nonsense is going on because yeah. like I really had high hopes for him maybe he's like most improved player but I wouldn't be shocked man if the Thunder made a run if Shea was your MVP and if Chet was your rookie of the year and that's my number one league pass team they're my favorite team in the league mm-hmm. to watch right now no there's no doubt that that's, that's an interesting spot as you talk about the rookie of the year there uh we're gonna have to dive into that after the all-star break because uh, both Chet and Wemby are running away with it, and it's just a matter of which one you believe in more. All right, buddy. Well, hey, feel better, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Right. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. 
Thanks so much for having me, guys. Take care. No problem, man. Uh, That was the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvath. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Coming up next, our worst day on the web. And you know what? Sometimes you just want to take your stuff back. Danny and Dusty, Danny fan. (laughs) Danny and Dusty on the fan. Listen, man. If I was about ready to steal my truck back, I want some Timmy Trumpet plan. Oh, we're talking about stealing truck <laughs> trucks back? When you said I want my stuff back, I thought you were talking about uh, mm. l- more locally mm. with the uh, the arrest of apparently a alleged South Albany High School coach who was stealing stuff from yeah. kids and other PE teachers. Not great, Bob. Not great. Not, Not great. great. So, no, somebody stole a truck. Yeah, well, it was stealing his own truck back or attempted to steal his own truck back. Uh, Jarrell Miller, big-time boxer. Okay. Uh, again, arrested in Florida. Yes, you guessed right. Yeah. Uh, he has allegedly body-slammed a car dealership employee and stole his truck back. So his truck was repoed. Okay. Wow. And so the dealership wanted their stuff back. Yeah. They're like, we want our truck back. And he said, no, no, no. You, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> truck is mine. Well, now I don't. I think uh, by law of the double stamp rule, you can. Dealership can't have that back. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he stole it back. Uh, but, yeah, no, Jarrell Miller uh, sent a, uh, no. a female accomplice into the dealership and had her say, again, allegedly, uh, that she left her phone in the vehicle. And when the dealership employee went to go retrieve, retrieve it. it and go out there with it, had the keys, he came in and out of nowhere RKO'd the, the, the dealership See, employee. Okay. Took the keys, took the truck, dipped out. Here's where we get to now. Are we in a, assault with a deadly weapon because he's a pres- professional fighter? Can't he so, be charged with assault with a deadly weapon because of. Depends on if they're his still registered. Cuffs? Because they the run out of show? registration. Or as a boxer, so you only register him for so long. So here's here's an actual thing. I don't know if you're being honest or not. He's not. I am. He's no. not. No. I, it, Is that not wrong? It's wrong. Oh, so okay. well, you're sanctioned in each state, right? So well, it doesn't matter about that <laughs> part of it. <laughs> wait, wait. I didn't know if Will was being honest, but Will, do you? Did I was you feel like you have being to? Honest. You have to under- register your hands as a gun. No, you have to uh, register them as weapons as to be weapons? able to. To box, to box in like a professional boxing sense. I thought that after your certificate ran out, they were no longer deadly weapons. Buddy, no, that s- sounds so ridiculous. It might be true. So no, there's there, there's certain training that we used to go through in the military that once you go through it, mm. you can be charged yeah. uh, in hand if you are in hand to hand combat for using lethal weapons. Um, and so we we had a uh, a commander who would very much instruct us: do not get in fights. Yeah, you, Dude, so you guys all listened. No, I mean, just be careful because you may get a judge who yeah. does not like you and wants to press that. Boy. Yeah, well, you may get a prosecutor that wants to press that huh. because not everybody loves the military. Um, but long story short. I like Will's idea better. It is. I, listen, on the boxing side of things, you may. but I, I wasn't registered. But I will I'm tell with, you legally. I'm on team Will with that. Legally. It's it's there's not a there's not a standing on it because if a prosecutor wants to press those charges mm-hmm. based on your training mm-hmm. and your level of fitness, mm-hmm. they can just go right ahead and do it. Yeah, that's the extent that they can push things through. So if you've been trained in, well, has he got some? Yeah. Go After ahead. doing research, it does sound like it's you can be held to a higher level of standard if the judge wants to. Yes. Yeah. And that's that, that's it's what I'm thinking. It's not yeah, like yes. an actual registration. No. No, you don't. You don't. Mike Tyson didn't register his left hook. I had. I, he should. Well, he should. <laughs> I knew that, but I was under the impression. I thought I'd heard somewhere that when you are registered to fight, yeah, weapons, weapons. When you're not, when you're not, no, weapons. not weapons. Okay. I will tell you, Drell Miller <laughs> is like six foot four and looks to be about two hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, no, that's a weapon. He's a large man. He's also known as Big Baby, and no, it's not Glenn Davis. Hey, uh, did he go to prison? He had a lot of drugs. He was moving a lot of weight. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not talking about his belly. No, he was kind of chunky. He big, was. He, That's why he's big kind baby. of baby Huey. I mean, big baby was a big old boy, but he'd yeah. give you buckets. Uh, it looks like Jerome Miller's been arrested on carjacking and burglary charge, but it's That's assault, brother. Though <laughs> where's the assault? I'm trying to find. I saw it earlier where the charges had a line in it about. 
uh, in, in the carjacking. He was carjacking with like a without a weapon. Oh. Yeah, there it is. He is charged with carjacking without. See, there you go. He without was, a weapon. Because he wasn't registered and, to fight. And burglary with assault. There you go. It is alleged that Mr. Miller first put the victim in a chokehold, then slammed him to the ground before robbing him. It's robbery because the keys are technically the dealerships. So, whoops. And uh, the assistant attorney, Eric Linder, said the employee was doing nothing but his job. I I blame Florida for this. It's always Florida. (laughs) It's Florida. That state, man. I just, I saw this story and I was like, this... This is real life Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, we've seen a lot of that lately. And it's like, always there's Florida. a lot of weird stuff happen, happening. Do you know that in Grand Theft Auto, the new one, Grand Theft Auto Six, it's coming out next year. That the 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 clip that was revealed, those clips, the staggering majority of them are number one real recreations, and number two from Florida. Whoa. Yes. So really? all of like the really sideways things that they're showing. Oh yeah, in the break, I'll show you all of the things that came from Florida. I also saw that uh the the kid who who hacked into those clips. Yeah, I showed you that. <laughs> Dude, he's like a super he's, hacker. He's no, he's, like, he's he, like a super villain. He has no emotions whatsoever. Yeah. They have him they're like they're going to lock him away permanently. Away from any sort of technology Everything. because he had a television and apparently Amazon he had, Fire Stick. Yeah, a big screen TV, Amazon Fire Stick, and a remote control for like a video game. Yeah. That's what he used to hack into so to uh, into Rockstar Studios yeah. uh, and, servers. and steal all that stuff. Everything they oh, had taken away. They had taken oh, away his cell phone, his laptops, and they had, they had put him. He was in a hotel room Whoa. before being transferred, and he's a he's a savant. Quite, quite literally a savant. Yeah. He's a, uh, on Did, the spectrum. Yeah, they said he's, he, he's on the autistic spe- yes, and spectrum. His, his and emotional and detachment is so severe with his intelligence that he's essentially a supervillain. And he shows no remorse. No remorse whatsoever. And, wow. it's not, and it's not because he's evil. He yeah. just emotionally, he's incapable of doing so. Yikes. And with that level of intelligence and that level of, of sophistication, this is the kind of guy that starts like World War III. Yeah, we I'm should like, be glad that he just hacked Rockstar. Yes, we like legitimately. You should 100%. be one hundred percent. It's like Lance Armstrong, the old Bill Burr bit. Like we mm-hmm. should be happy that he was on the bike and just pedaled. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> coming up next, we're gonna make our picks. Danny and Dusty, Danny uh-huh. the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.